0: Hey there! Welcome to Rested Mamas Talk. We're Chelsea
1: and Mika, your certified pediatric sleep coaches who were once exhausted mamas just like you turned into rested mamas who now have helped hundreds of families get better sleep in three days with an alternative to traditional sleep training.
0: As creators of the Association Fading Sleep Method, we teach a responsive and holistic approach. Our podcast is dedicated to sharing the journey from true parental exhaustion to thriving parenthood. From
1: real sleep tips, from us and other experts, to real stories of families just like you.
0: Let's get rested. Hey there mamas. Hey parents. Welcome to another episode of rest and mama's talk. We are really excited to be with you today. I'm going to be honest. It's been a hot minute since we've been able to record an episode. So we're really excited to talk today. Hi Mika. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Chels. Hello, everyone. It's very fitting for why it's been so crazy. And we have a good topic for you today.
0: We were kind of actually just inspired like, well, like with everything with our own lives. But the last couple of weeks specifically, this topic really helped or kind of kept on coming up and we have been talking about it just as friends and talking through it. Um, And that is the topic of selfless mother. Now, not selfish mother, but selfless mother. And are they one? Are they the same? So let's go ahead and dive in. Um, Mika, kind of paint a picture for us really quick.
1: Yeah, so this topic came up in a conversation that I had with a friend. And given that we just talked about, we have been so busy. I mean, yes, rested mom, happy babies, supporting families, everything, but as a mother Mm -hmm. and I know Chelsea feels the same way. I have been super busy. My, my little girl is six years old. She's turning seven next month. Next weekend. Yeah. And she has a whole bunch of activities. I have an almost two year old son who has a whole bunch of activities. I am driving them to school. I'm trying to run a business. I then have to leave my day early to pick her up from school. So she's not in after school care in order to get her snack. And then I drop her off at whatever she has for after school. And then I have to go pick up my son and then take him to what he has after school. And then I run back to make dinner to get my kids in bed by seven o'clock. And I'm usually fried by Mm -hmm. Friday. And I don't have time to talk to my friends a lot. And so it's either text or Marco Polo or something like that. And I just remember that I had gotten a message from a friend and you know, you've been with your
0: friends. Of course. You're I mean, tired. that's not all, all you can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your mom tired. yeah.
1: And, um, you know, she was being so supportive and the thing that came out of her mouth that I think kind of jarred me in so many different ways, I, like made these thoughts run wild was I told, told her all the things that I'm doing mm-hmm. right now. That's making me tired. And her supportive response was, Oh my gosh, you're such a good mother. You're so selfless. And initially, it makes you feel good. Yeah. But I think what we want to talk about here is how that exact comment back unfolds into so many different feelings yeah. that maybe isn't right. So yes, okay, great. I love being called a good mother. Mm-hmm. Who does not love yeah. that? Not just her, but I've had moms who and mom friends who have said that and then they follow it up with, gosh, I just sat at home and watched TV and oh, I'm such a bad mom. You're a way better mother than me. I just want there are so many wrong things that happened in that conversation that I don't think we as societal moms, at least in the US, realize are actually wrong.
0: Well, and I even just like what you were saying, Mika, when when that initial comment was made, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I am. But then when you really step back and think about it, like why does basically going like an energizer bunny all the time, why does that make us a good mom? Does it? But then there's that just essentially like a domino effect of that we go through. Okay, well, if that makes me a good mom, then I need to make sure to have this activity booked and I need to make sure to make this meal and I need to make sure that I'm doing X, Y, and Z in order to get to that bar every single time. But is that true? Like, does that make us a good mom? And I think that, you know, of course, you know, there are things that are at play that play more into it, for example, social media. And when people and moms are kind of showing the things that they're doing with their child, and I'm going to be honest with you, I have that feeling all the time, particularly with my younger son. So, you know, when I had just my daughter, so you guys, my daughter's eight, um, frankly, I just had more time to do things with. Just her and to get her into different activities than I did with my son now having two kids, you know, we work full time, all of that. But I, I actually was feeling really, really guilty. The over the weekend, actually, I was talking with a friend of mine. And I was like, man, like, I just went back and I looked at a whole bunch of pictures. And I realized like, man, Lena used to be like she had done x, y, like all of these things by the time that she was three and a half. And I was like, I was just feeling like such a failure. Like, oh my gosh, I haven't been giving my son the same kind of opportunities. But I think it goes back to that fact about how it's always like, what are we doing for our kids? What is that selflessness about us as a parent that makes us feel like that's what makes us a good mom? You know what I mean? We'll reverse that too, yeah.
1: because imagine what the follow up is of the person giving you the compliment. So my mom friends would have said, oh my gosh, you know what? You are a great mom. You, or you do so much and you you're giving up everything. I just, I just yeah, sat on the couch and wa- watched Netflix on Friday because I was so exhausted. I didn't even have that time. Gosh, I'm such a bad mom. Mm-hmm. So when, when it switched in that conversation, the domino effect is that everyone just made a complete circle to say. A selfless mom is the best mom, and a mom that took time for herself because she knew what her boundaries were, was. Yeah, is considered a bad, bad mom. mom. <laughs> conversation. Everyone willingly, I guess, just ended the conversation like it was normal. And and in your situation, right? We we are wired that way, and I want to break that down and break that off on today's podcast because after. We had those conversations together and with friends. It made me so passionate about, you know what? Forget this selfless (laughs) mom thing. Yeah. (laughs) Forget (laughs) it. Put it
0: out the window. Done. Throw it
1: out the window. Yes, we are supposed to be there to be supportive of our kids. And again, I know this is, we are not for everybody. Yeah. And that's okay. Our, yeah. yeah. And that's okay. And I think being a selfless m- mom also means defining it in a way where you're literally giving up everything that you have in order to support what people think you should be doing as a mother. And when, when you think about it in that definition, that's not healthy for no. you as a woman for you as a parent, because guess what? You probably have multiple identities. So you are completely emptying out every bucket that makes you, you, that makes you actually a great mom, a great friend, a great mother, a great wife, a great whatever. Yeah. Just to overfill this selfless mother bucket. And they're just- feel something off about that
0: well and i actually so in preparation for our podcast today actually i googled because i was just curious mika if i were to google selfless mother what would be the first thing that popped up and it was very interesting because it did give a definition but then it there were all of these articles about how like mothers are so selfless and almost like glorifying that um oh in gosh, a way yes like, And so the definition was selfless service to another, putting others' needs before their own, which I understand as a mom, I mean, there is an element to that. Like we do have to put our kids' needs, you know, at the forefront, of course, like that is, but is that to the detriment of our own needs? You know, that's the question I think that we really need to ask and ask ourselves and also ask as a society. And this actually goes really at the heart to Mika of kind of like what we do, like what Rested Mama Happy Baby is all about, to be honest with you. And it is actually in an indirect way. One of our main goals with all of our clients is that we are helping them to kind of find themselves again, to like not be emptying that bucket all the time and being able to get sleep and to be able to obviously then kind of put themselves have a little bit of priority for themselves as well. Um, but I just thought that that was so interesting when I, when I Google, it really was like this, like pedestal, all these articles about how selfless mothers are and how, you know, we do X, Y, and it just, it's, it's all great. Like, yeah, like we should be able to be there for our families and our kids, but again, at what detriment? Right.
1: So let's redefine selfless then. So yeah. when we started this off and we said the way that society glorifies completely empty bucket of everything else and a full bucket of selfless, and even the definition that you put together is so open-ended. I know. So it let's really let's spin the words <laughs> yeah. a little bit and I bet it will it will hit you guys differently. So so Chelsea said. Selfless service to another, putting other needs before your own, dot, 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 no matter the cost. Mm. Okay, so there's one. Let's take a different approach to a selfless mother. A selfless service to another, putting the other's needs before their own for whole happiness. Let's just say. You can still be selfless without sacrificing yourself. And I think this is where we pivot to a little bit of sleep and to maybe the core of what we feel is get rid of that idealistic society, Instagram painted picture of a selfless mother where they empty themselves and let's create a new image where you are selfless. And you are filling your bucket for the purpose of being selfless. Yeah. Because I would argue that any bucket you have unfilled for your identity mm-hmm. is probably a detriment to your family.
0: Yeah. Well, and we talked about that actually at another one of our episodes just of our own previous experiences. And that, where it goes to, you know, my own personal experience with with lack of sleep and also feeling like I needed to always put others' needs in front of my own, ultimately was what led to my postpartum depression. And and that's actually sleep deprivation. I mean, we all know it, you guys. <laughs> it's a common experience among all parents, but. At, you know, kind of at what cost? Um, what does that look like? And I think that there also is a difference between being selfless and also, and I don't want to get ahead of myself here because it's two kind of two different topics, but also being the view of if you're not doing those things that kind of society says that we should be doing and you know, just up and willing to kind of be up with your child at all hours and you know, whatever that child needs at any other point makes us selfish, if that makes sense. So sleep, you guys, isn't selfish. Okay. That is not something that is selfish. It is a need, but you know, you actually looked up some statistics here and that, you know, a study that was actually published in the journal of family psychology found that mothers who actually reported poor sleep quality for the first month, first six months of of having a baby, we're actually more likely to be experiencing those postpartum depression. And I think that it goes back to, because not only are we kind of having a new identity within being a mother, we're also trying to be selfless and one of the basic biological and physical needs, which is sleep. And that with us being selfless, a lot of times society says it's okay to be giving up that human need of of sleep. Right.
1: So I, it just, I mean, we always talk about sustainability, right? Like yeah. if it's for families who decided to co-sleep or rock to sleep in the beginning, you'll find that like they had no problem of it because it was fulfilling their need to get rest. Totally. So there was a happy medium or an intersection of where you felt like you were completely I will put in parentheses, fulfilling your child's needs, but Mm -hmm. also fulfilling yours. And in those situations, right? Great. You're being selfless for everyone. That's awesome. There is, there is for some families a point where doing those things are taking away from your ability to recharge, to reconnect Mm -hmm. and your other buckets start to get, smaller and smaller, yet there is this weird guilt from everyone that's like, well, yeah, you should enjoy that time or you should do that. You're fulfilling your needs. Don't feel bad about that. But this like only lasts for a short
0: time. And we're like, encouraging
1: like each of us to be completely digging our grave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, that's what I feel yeah. like sometimes.
1: Yeah, It's like, hey, it's okay for you not to like it and it's okay for you to change it. And think about that. So other stats that we found, for example, when we talk about emptying that bucket is, there was a survey conducted by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine that nearly 30% of new parents reported that sleep deprivation had led to conflicts in partnerships. Like, I don't even think I needed a number for that. <laughs> I think we kind so, of for like, yeah. short, you, you just want sleep, you're not thinking about anything else. You, if you are selfless to the whole of yourself, then Mm -hmm. yes, you're going to think about your partner because guess what? At the end of the day, if you have the luxury of having a supportive partner or a partner in your life, like you want them to want to be part of parenthood, right? Right. And so when you are completely emptying your bucket for just your kids only, you're emptying your bucket and you're emptying your marriage bucket. How is that good for the whole, right? it, It can't feel right.
0: Well, and you know, one thing we always say too is if something's working for you right now, that's great. <laughs> like, that is awesome. And if it is working for you, that actually tells us that you are fulfilling some of your, your needs. buckets. Yeah. So your buckets, if it's not working for you, that's okay. And it doesn't mean that you are a bad mom it doesn't mean that you are selfish. It means that there is a bucket, continue with this analogy, that needs more filling. And in order for you to be the mom that you want to be, a parent that you want to be, it is okay to take a step back in order to continue to give, 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 to make sure that those needs are made.
1: Um, and- so let's rephrase that back to our original. Okay, mm-hmm. So if you feel like all of your buckets are getting empty and your you know motherhood bucket is overfilled overfilled and you're feeling the emptiness of the other buckets i'm going to challenge you in a place of love to rethink what it means for you to be a selfless mother And not that, again, like Chelsea said, doing that makes you a selfish mother, right? But sometimes we need a good friend. And for us, let's be that good friend. Let's be that good village to to give you some perspective of it's okay to redefine selflessness that includes yourself because it probably helps the whole.
0: And I'm going to be honest. It is easier said than done. And (laughs) um, I also am going to say, and I think I could probably speak for the both of us that we get in that rut as well. Um, and it is, you know, just all of us as parents, we just want to see our kids happy, right? And we want to see them doing well as people and you know, <laughs> raising them to our best of our abilities. Those are all common wants and you know, I guess needs as well. But you know, it's just take a second, even if it is for one minute at the beginning of the day when you are brushing your teeth mm-hmm. and really think about how does that look for me? How does being a selfless mom look for me? And not what social media says, not what your friend says, not what your mom says, not what your grandma says, but what does that look like for you specifically?
1: I mean, that's the whole premise of the name of our company, right? It's rested mama, happy baby. Because at the end of the day, you could be giving your child a whole bunch of cuddles that maybe Is still not getting them sleep. Mm -hmm. And I remember having a dad on one of the consults and mom was worried about like, oh, you know, I just don't know if I want to change it because right now she's sleeping. And dad was like, but she's crying so much right now. (laughs) So it's like, we're clearly not filling her needs, you know, somewhere else. At the end of the day, our children and what impacts their childhood and their livelihood and what they're going to remember Is going to be us being happy with them and just being our best selves. Yeah. Yeah. And us, I mean, you know, I can't tell you how many times the best parts of me having a conversation with my almost seven year old was around her saying things like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to play tennis like you, or like, oh, when I have kids, you know, I'm going to do this too, mom, and we're going to do things that, um, you have dinner and like say jokes, yeah. you know, it's like, I'm not going to have time or energy to say jokes or be yeah. happy if I am tired all the time, but she remembered the moments she didn't. I mean, I can ask her, Hey, what did you learn in uh she goes through performing arts school. Yeah. So hey, what'd you, would you learn at acting class the other day? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I talked, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but she
1: can tell me the weird joke that I made about a dinosaur who fell in the water like yeah. seven weeks ago. So just keep that in, in mind,
0: you know, rested
1: mama, happy,
0: happy, happy. baby.
1: Well,
0: happy. and it's so much of what we teach our kids is what they watch uh, us do. It's not things that we say and kind of by watching us, you know, which is really cliche. I know, but it, it is true. Um, I, I, And then then we're going to go to our tips and reminders. But one little story I did have kind of speaking to that, kind of jogged my memory was that um, a few weeks ago. Okay, so anybody who knows my daughter, she is very like forward thinking and she is always thinking about the future, which is great, but sometimes it's always like, okay, we need to stay in the present, like, enjoy where you are right now. It's kind of a continuous lesson that she is learning and trying. Well, so she's always asking what I should be when I grow up, or what do I think about this? Or do you think that, you know, so her new thing is that she wants to be a fashion designer, which is great. Like, I think that that is awesome. But I said, I was kind of having those conversations with her. She's like, well, how do you do that? And I was talking about different schools, you know, colleges that you could go to, and then you can join different companies. And she stopped. She's like, well, why do I have to join other companies? And I was like, well, I mean, you don't have to, but you know, that's another avenue they can get experience. And she was like, well, why can't I just start my own company like you? And I was like, well, okay, then <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can do that. But like, How many times, Chelsea, have
1: you felt guilty about working your own business with your kids? How awesome awesome is that going to impact Lena to think that so many more things are possible than just spilling yourself over in taking her to gymnastics
0: (laughs) (laughs) all the time? (laughs) Well, but when she said that, I was like, okay, like, I guess she is I mean, we're, we're showing our kids possibilities all the time by what we do. And I'm not just saying like, (laughs) you own a business, but just being our best self teaches them how to be their best selves. And that Mm -hmm. is, that's what we're all here for. Right. So, okay. So I digress a little bit with that story, but um, one of the things that we do every single episode is that we send you with some actionable reminders or tips. And so let's go into ours for this episode. Um, So your rested mama sleep tips. So today we are all talking about selflessness, selfless motherhood, selfish, not selfish mother. (laughs) Um, And so here is one of my, um, I guess, pieces of advice or tip, but it's actually more of a challenge for you is that I really want you, if you're listening to this podcast episode, to take this week and find your one thing that truly fills a need for yourself. It can be something really small. It can be something big, but find what that one thing is. And I want you to make it a priority on a daily basis, not just once a month not just once every other week, but I want you to make it something that is a daily basis thing that you can do. And this means that's a non-negotiable. So if that means that you have to say no to other things (laughs) um, in order to have your one thing in play that day, then it is okay. And I will be honest, you will be so much happier, (laughs) thankful for that one thing. Now, number two, Mika, this is more sleep
1: related. (laughs) This is more sleep related and, you know, more of a thought and something that honestly, my husband talks about all the time. So if if you want to talk about something that can fill your marriage bucket, it's early bedtime. All Almost all of our families that we work with, we actually have a bedtime for them of anywhere between 6.30 and 7.30, majority of them. Yes, there's some families that have a little later, we align to a child's natural sleep rhythm, but most children actually do really, really well with an early bedtime and you're giving them super quality sleep. So let's fill that bucket. And then early bedtime is a time where... You can reconnect with yourself, with your partner, with your spouse. um, Watch that
0: episode on Netflix. Watch that episode without,
1: (laughs) you know, falling asleep because it's nine o'clock. And I can't tell you how many times my husband has said, what do people do when they don't have early bedtime?
0: Um, Jeff, my husband says that all the time. He was like, if he goes, I just don't understand how these people, how, you know, which I, you like know, you he's live. not in the world <laughs> of sleep. So kind yeah. of take that with a good salt. But it, you know, when he's like, how do they have a 10 o'clock bedtime? He was like, how do they get anything done? Because I'm going to be honest, we get like a lot of things done too, between the hours of seven 30 and nine 30, um, in addition to just having a late dinner together as well. So that's number two. Okay. Number three. So number
1: three, this is, this is, this is just a thought. Some of the things that made me really stressful as a first time mom was nap time Mm -hmm. and getting my child to sleep. So I was already stressed out about my child's naps and getting them to sleep. And then when I did, and I knew I had 25, 30 minutes, I know this sounds like a lot of you too. Mm I felt the need to like, okay, I got to go clean up, you know, the nursery real fast. And I'm going to put this laundry in you, especially if you are a newborn mom, you probably have a lot of naps, just let it go.
0: You, you don't have need to, to, do any- <laughs> you have to do anything. Do
1: anything during yeah. nap time. It's it's okay to not be productive during the times that your your child is not and I know trust me I am OCD. We have a lot of square footage in this house of things to get broken and messy. And I'm not suggesting that you do that for every nap especially if you're moms like us. Mm-hmm. But like do it once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> do well. Don't do, do anything well. without one nap.
0: <laughs> I saw a reel the other day. Um, and it was it the tagline was what moms are actually doing during nap time. And it was this like 10 second video of this mom rushing to the laundry and then to to pick up the toys and then to do the dishes and then to straighten up the rug and then like a vacuum. And then she sits down and you know, baby starts to cry. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes those things need to get done, but you also, it's okay just to sit down and take a drink of coffee or a smoothie or (laughs) eat, (laughs) you know, all of those things are all just, just as fulfilling, um, for your family as well. So, well, thank you guys. I hope that this is, you know, if anything, just, just helped kind of jog some of your thoughts and, and start to kind of try to Maybe shift a little bit of a mindset as well as you're going through, especially if your children are young and old middle, whatever it looks like. Um, but as always, we're really happy that you're here with us today and, um, just know that we are here for you, rooting for you. So, um, you
1: know, you could always reach out to us. We would love to hear your selfless mother stories or what you're doing for yourself. Um, we are on Instagram. Of course we are on YouTube. If you see this on YouTube and you subscribe, tell us
0: how did this resonate with you? What is your one you thing? Feel that? What yeah. is your one thing that you're not giving up for sure. Um well thanks you guys. We really appreciate your time and we are excited for next episode. Make sure to check us out and you have a wonderful rest of the day. Bye Mika. We'll talk to you Bye. soon. Love you. Thanks for listening to this episode of rested mama's talk to stay connected and get more sleep tips from us. Follow us on our Instagram page at rested underscore mama underscore happy underscore baby to find out how
1: we're helping families around the world, get better sleep. Check out our website, restedmamahappybaby.com or chat with us directly to learn more about our programs. Chat with you next time.